0: That's ljsinnercircle.com, or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. So how do you start playing killer bebop solos like Charlie Parker in Dizzy Gillespie? Well, today I'm going to show you a simple improv hack that can help you start playing amazing bebop solos instantly. Let's do this thing. What's up, Brent here from Learn Jazz Standards. We help musicians just like you learn how to play jazz all while shortening the learning curve no matter what instrument you play. Welcome to another quick win episode of the podcast where we do jazz improv, jazz practicing, jazz theory, and deep dives into jazz standards. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts so that you never miss out on anything. We all love listening to recordings of Charlie Parker, Dizzy Gillespie, Sonny Stitt, all these amazing jazz bebop players and their amazing jazz solos and lines. But let's be honest, playing bebop is not so easy. It's actually quite complicated and virtuosic, but I'm gonna show you a quick improv hack that's gonna really just make you start playing instant bebop lines. And it's fairly simple. Now make sure you stick around to the very end of the video because I'm gonna give you the number one tip I can give you for improving your bebop playing, so stick around till then. So the bebop improv hack that I'm going to share with you has to do with what's called target notes and approach notes, and the easiest way you can demonstrate this is, for example, over top of a C major 7th chord. If we want to find a target note, a target note being any note that we want to resolve to in our jazz line, then we can pick a chord tone such as the 3rd, and the 3rd would be an E natural, for example. So the third, so let's just say that E natural is our target note and we want to use approach tones to resolve to those notes. Now there's two different kinds of approach tones. There are diatonic approach tones, which means they are in the scale or in the key, or there's also chromatic approach tones. That means that they are outside of the key. Example, we have a first note here, that'd be a G, Okay, a G natural, that is a diatonic approach note. And then we can play a D natural, that's also in the C major scale, so that's working out as a diatonic approach note. Then we're going to play a D sharp, and a D sharp is a chromatic approach note, not in the scale, and resolving to that third, our target note. So... Okay, that is the basic concept of what target notes are and approach notes are and in jazz and especially in the style of bebop, we're using a lot of those chromatic approach tones and diatonic approaches and we're also using this framework that I just showed you just now and we call that enclosure. Enclosure just means that we are approaching a target note from above in pitch like we played the G note and then we go below in pitch. In this case, another approach note below in pitch and then arriving at our target note. So enclosing it with a note above and below in pitch to get to that target note. Now what I want to show you is this chromatic approach tone exercise. This is just the first four bars we're gonna work on. This is a chromatic approach tone exercise in our Bebop 101 course in our Inner Circle membership. But we'll look at that first line just to start understanding how this works and how we can use target notes and approach tones to really start creating instant bebop. But first, let me go ahead and play this for you so you know what it sounds like. And for good measure, let's play it one more time. important to note that this is just an exercise. It's actually not music or a jazz solo yet. However, when you were listening to this, I imagine you started to think, hey, this actually does sound a lot like bebop. I mean, All of that just already sounds like I can hear the chord changes popping out, but there's this chromaticism involved. These are all characteristics of bebop. So let's take a quick look at this chromatic approach tone exercise and discover why exactly it does sound like instant bebop. So the first thing I want to do is show you where all of the approach tones actually are. So we're actually doing the chord progression of confirmation here. F major seven to an e minor seven flat five to an a seven to a d minor seven and then a c minor seven f seven to a b flat seven that's the first four to five bars of confirmation the bebop head so the first target note which is over f7 f major seven or f6 is a natural now a natural is the third so the third of the chord is our target note the third is a great target note by the way really helps make that chord change pop out okay then over at our e minor seven flat five we're targeting a g natural okay now that g natural is also the third it's the flat three so we're using the third again to target then over the a7 chord we have a C sharp. Now again, a C sharp is the third of the A7. So another great target note. And then we're landing here in the D minor seven to an A note. Now that's the fifth. The fifth is another good note to land on, especially when we're kind of resolving a line like we are here. We're kind of resolving it and having a a quarter note rest and an eighth note rest. So it kind of makes a lot of sense. Then over at the C minor seven chord, we have an e flat now e flat is the third the flat three of the c minor seventh chord so another great target note and then for the f7 we have an a natural that again is the third and then finally we're resolving the line here on this D natural and again what is the D natural to the B flat seven that's the third so you'll notice that most of our target notes in this particular case are the thirds with the exception of the fifth over the D minor seventh now let's take a look at how we resolve to those target notes with chromatic and diatonic approach notes so we start over here with our F6 chord or F major seventh and we start with the B flat a G natural an A-flat, our chromatic note arriving at our target note, so and again, we're using that enclosure pattern to target this target note. So all just a combination of diatonic and chromatic approaches. Then we have to target our E-minor flat 5 target note, and again, using diatonic, that's a chromatic to approach that third of the E minor seven flat five, right? Then over the A seven, right? That note right there is our target note. Chromatic and diatonic approaches. And then over top of our D minor seven and then over top of our C minor seven right getting to that third of the c minor seven and then we're going to the f7 again targeting that third note right resolving to it and then finally we do a slightly different pattern than before resolving to the b flat seven to that d natural the third so as you can see just by starting out with target notes and using approach tones to resolve to them, it's already going to sound like bebop. So again, this is just an exercise, but if you have this particular concept down and can apply this over top of a bunch of different jazz standards, the more you do this, the more natural it's going to feel, the more beboppy your solos are going to sound and it's just really going to start taking things to the next level. Now, as far as that number one tip for playing bebop and getting better at bebop, if there's only one thing that you could do outside of this particular theoretical exercise, it would be learn bebop heads. I mean, just take a look at the head for confirmation here. This is a treasure trove of different musical information and essentially bebop heads are a lot like bebop solos really you know charlie parker and dizzy gillespie and all these people they just started improvising and then just made sure there was some theme and variation in there and that's what a bebop head is so if you want to get really good at soloing bebop solos Just learn, you know, 10 Bebop heads and you'll be good to go. All right, so that's all for today's quick win episode of the podcast. Now, we do a lot of these approach tone exercises in our Jazz Standards Club. It's a monthly standard study that we do in our Inner Circle membership, as well as our Bebop 101 course, where we really dive really deep into Bebop, what makes Bebop Bebop, as well as things for you to actually practice to start getting those results. So check that over at ljsinnercircle.com and you can sign up to become a member there and we can help you start growing further. Further in your bebop playing over there. All right, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure you leave a rating review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen to podcasts. We really appreciate it. It helps us out. Until then, look forward to the next time you join us for the podcast. Cheers. Hey, podcast listener, would you like to ask me a jazz question and get it answered here on the show? Then go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. That's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask.